This episode of Totes Recall is brought to you by... Terrible Origami! No! No, 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 oh, no, no, wait. Traitor. Oh. Despite... Traitorable Origami, <laughs> more like. Yeah. Despite the rumor mill saying they moved a single product... Recently. We still are not sponsored by them again. But... Never fear. Obviously, we still have a, a sponsor, or else yeah, you wouldn't be listening to this beloved episode. Beloved angel investor. Yeah. Yes. Angel investor. Melee à toi. Oh, Ooh, what is melee à toi, you might wonder? Sensual. It does, <laughs> because it's a reference to a three-way sex thing. Okay. Oh, no, no, But it's no, not no. a sex show. It's not a sex <laughs> show. Let's, let's make that very clear. <laughs> Nor is it fighting with swords. No. What? Melee. Unless melee. they're improvised. Spacework swords. Spacework swords. <laughs> which might be the name of a group. Taking place in Melee à toi, yes. as far as we know. Yes. Anyway, this is a improv show with three different improv teams that perform sequentially, I presume. Right. And then... I bet they do it all at once. Well, we don't know. You'll have to go, you'll have to go to Brian Lake Bowl yeah. to find out. And you, the audience, judge them. First you come, nice. then you laugh, then you judge. <laughs> I mean, wow, you can... that's a pretty good tagline that you just made up. Yeah. And then the winner moves on to the next uh, show. Cool. Oh, so, okay, all right, all right. So you're like the producer. You're deciding. Yeah. yeah. You're, the you're the decider. You yeah. are the president. You are, of the you are George W. Bush of that week's Millet Artois show. Yeah. Oh, man. You will bring your friends to demonstrate to the improv groups uh, what yellow cake uranium looks like and insist that Saddam Hussein <laughs> okay, has. Okay, okay. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get back on topic. Well, you know, what I find interesting is it's at Bryant Lake Bowl in Minneapolis. Yeah. Wow, that is interesting. Thank Molly, you. tell us more. And it's on Thursday nights. Well, that's a great night. Thank what you. Thursday nights? So. Well, uh, October 27th and November 10th. Uh, it starts at 10 p.m., but the doors open at 9.30. Oh, that's good. That nice. means you have time to get snacks. Yeah. But, oh. yeah, snacks on snacks. <laughs> this sounds like such a great show. I bet the tickets are like four. It'd have to be. It'd have to be. And that's like less than $13 per group. But no, guess what? <laughs> what? What, Beth? They're only $10 what? human dollars. Wow. wow. Wait, for each group? No, for the whole The whole night. show? Oh. And if you buy your tickets in advance, they're only six buckaroonies. Wow. That's like <laughs> buying a coffee that you don't need. Yeah. You'd be a fool not to go to facebook.com slash come laugh judge to find out more. Suck it, terrible origami. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Recall the podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember very well. Watch that movie, eat two pizzas, two salads, enjoy the movie or not enjoy the movie. Come back, talk about what we got right and or wrong, how we felt it held up to viewing in this current day and age. Mm -hmm. Whether women talked, whether women talked (laughs) to Uh, each other. 
My name is Dan. My name is Molly. I still object to pizza and salad talk. I'm also Dan. I wish we kept it going even further. <laughs> I would like to talk about the toppings. I would like to talk about the various <laughs> vegetable ingredients in each sandwich. I believe we have a standing offer. If you donate $100 to Totes Rigo, we will tell you what we put in our pizza. I believe that is correct. Yeah. yeah. So, um, e- like, PayPal us at hello at totesrigo.com, $100. And we will reply and tell you what is on our private pizza. message and send you a picture uh-huh. of the salads, <laughs> not the pizzas. Nice. And I'm back. Yay! Yay we did it. In our movie, oh, spooky Halloween! Oh. Oh, I forgot to welcome you in a spooky way because it's yes, our Halloween right. episode. Our movie is Ghosts. Ghosts. The spookiest movie in the world. Yeah. I assume. It's very spooky. It's so spooky. Oh. There's spooks in it. Mm. Another term for ghosts. That's oh. true. Oh, or spies. Spies? What? Sometimes, spies? I think. Like government? Yeah. Men? Oh, sure. Yes. Spooks is another term. Oh. Spies, not spies. Are also <laughs> you were what you saying call spies ghosts. is also a name for ghosts. <laughs> yeah, right. I was very confused. Oh. What if the government is using ghost spies, though? Oh, like if you could tap the That's ghosts. what ghosts are. Yeah. It's yeah. just some future technology where you like zap yourself into a room and mm. then disappear really quick. They're yeah. just holograms. Oh, yeah. that answers my question. Because like, if you had ghosts, you wouldn't need to develop half the technology we have. Why? Because they could serve as satellites and stuff. They can serve as satellites? Well, yeah, Jesus you need Molly. to see something from far away. Get up in space there, ghosts. <laughs> How are they going to transmit? Like, they can go to space. What are they even going to see, though? Do ghosts have zoom powers? Is that what If they just have regular human coast vision. Coast to coast means? Uh, he's a satellite? Yeah, he's a satellite. He does have a talk show. Yeah, well, he does. R.I.P. Oh, well, I that have a guy. very clear space, memory <laughs> of seeing Ghost, the movie starring Demi Moore yeah. and Patrick Swayze. Oh. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Berg? Oh, yeah. Didn't she, like, didn't she win an Oscar for this? Or nominated for an Oscar for this? She might have. I know she has Statues. EGOTed. Yeah. EGOT. Sorry, it's a fun word to say. She she won an Oscar for this. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'll double down on that since I said it out loud first. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you had a memory, Molly. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I definitely saw this when I was in high school. And the reason I know that is because I wrote a movie review for Grady High School's uh, newspaper, The Southerner, um, (laughs) which was a uh, downtown paper for an upbeat school. Love it. Yeah, upbeat, I'm pretty sure. It was pretty bad. I tried to get them to change the tagline, and and they wouldn't. um, The tagline for the whole paper? Yeah. Oh. I mean, not just me. Were you the senior editor? No. You were just a movie reviewer, and you I had... I wasn't even a regular movie reviewer. You were a freelance entertainment writer, <laughs> and you had the tenacity to just be like, Hey, I've got an idea for this paper. Smoking your cigar, I assume. Well, I tried. It was a regionally award-winning uh, newspaper. And for the most part, I think I, I contributed pretty well, but I recall distinctly finding uh, an old issue when I was a senior in high school and reading it and just having a terrible moment of realization that I was a terrible writer. And uh, I mentioned it to my best friend, Kelly, in homeroom. It's like, wow, I was a a terrible writer. I had no idea. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I showed her this movie review of the movie Ghost. Uh And she took one look at it. I was like, you hated 
this movie. You hated every part of it. Oh, no. Uh, the newspaper advisor forced you to watch the movie. I'm amazed that you got it done. No wonder. And this is terrible. And it is, you guys. It's a really terrible article. So that is why my guess is that this movie came out in 1990. Great. Did you do a real hatchet job on the movie? No, I raved about it. What? That is how you know I was checked out. I said, oh, I think it's something like... Ghost has something for everyone. Romance. I think I said it was spooky. <laughs> Where is your journalistic integrity? Zero. I had zero integrity. I did not like the movie, and I raved about it because that was an easier review to write, and <laughs> I wouldn't get in as much trouble. Wow, I feel worse. I feel actually worse telling, like revealing this to you guys. <laughs> well, now you get the opportunity to yes. review it. With honesty, yes. Yeah. The second half of this podcast. Oh, Excellent. cool. Yeah, the subtitle of this episode: it's Ghost <laughs> colon Molly's Redemption. I love it. I love We've it. Never done a subtitle before. But we're doing it. But we're doing it for this. Yep. Time. Beth, write that down. <laughs> Dear Beth, please put this subtitle after this I title. Always write. Love Beth. I always write my notes as like letters to yep. myself. Yeah. Dear future Beth, <laughs> sincerely yours. I don't remember when I watched this movie. I've first sure seen it, but I think this was probably like a like a caught it on TV type mm-hmm. of movie, like sometime in high school. Um, I know the year it came out because I spoiled it while trying to figure out how we could watch it. <laughs> so I won't reveal that information oh. until the second half. Wow. Stick around. Uh, but I remember really enjoying it. Really? Yeah. And it, and being kind of creeped out by it. Oh, I mean, if I had seen it soon after it came out, if you are correct about 1990, um, I would have been around 10 or so. Mm-hmm. And it's got some scary moments, I think. Right? <laughs> well, there's a subway. There's a, a chase in the subway, and somebody leaps through. Oh, yeah. Oh. There's like that creepy ghost mentor. Ghost. He has a ghost mentor. Really? I love ghost, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when you saw it, Beth? Um, I was probably like ten or eleven. I, I definitely saw it on TV. Um, and but then, it was TBS. Yeah, and I, but I don't think it was TBS at that time. No way! I feel like that's all they show. Ghost, ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is one of those shows that's always on TV, and so I've probably seen it at least ten times. Ten times. <laughs> ten times. Um. Yeah, I, it was, at, at that point in my life, it was my favorite movie. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. We got a real battle Ooh, going on here, potential yeah. battle. Oh, gosh. I feel really bad already. <laughs> I, however, am the chaotic neutral one, oh. because I have never seen this movie. Oh. What? I thought we had all seen this movie. No. <laughs> we had this conversation spooky. months ago. Oh, spooky reveal. So we had this conversation angry. months ago where Molly was like, guys, we should watch Ghost for Halloween. <laughs> And she insisted how funny that is. And I mentioned multiple times that I'd never seen it, so just we have to accept that. And then we all ignored you. Yep. And pretended. And we're like, yeah, ghost for Halloween, it. which is fine. We've done we've done three one That's shows fine. before. It's fine. We accidentally do it with Molly all the time. Yeah. Well, then Dan, as someone who has never seen it, yeah. what do you think is in this movie? Here's yeah. all I know about this movie is from 
clips of it and comedians talking about it on shitty VH1 clip shows. Yeah. <laughs> so I know there's a pottery scene. Yes. I know so there is like an <laughs> evil ghost who like messes with Sways or something. Or he's like in some way a jerk, right? Mm-hmm. There's someone who's a jerk. Maybe he's not even a ghost. Maybe there's just a jerk guy. There you go. Okay. And that <laughs> yeah. jerk guy gets attacked by ghosts at one point because he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I know Whoopi Goldberg's in it because everyone does. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty good. Those but are- I will keep this entire time, I think, until we actually start watching the movie, and probably even during the movie, I will think it's Dirty Dancing, <laughs> and I will wish it was Point Break. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Hashtag where's Bodie. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you're right on all those. You're probably thinking about the main antagonist. Okay, maybe uh, that's not a ghost. He's just a guy. There's maybe a jerk a ghost, but there's also a guy who is a jerk. So Patrick Swayze gets murdered. What? Right? Yeah. Yeah. He. Okay. His name is Sam. Wait, this oh, isn't like this, this isn't like Sam. Ghost Dad, where it's just like a no. car accident no, or some shit. Murder. Whoa, yeah, um, it's like the crow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his girlfriend, yes. Demi Moore. Okay. Is heartbroken. Yeah, of course. Um, Are they and, just girlfriend boyfriend. Yes. Okay. They're not pretty sure. Hitched. Oh, before he gets murdered, though, there is a very sexy uh, pottery scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pottery they're both alive um, for. They love pottery. And then there's like a scene and then that song plays which I can never remember the words to. Oh. Unchained Melody? Yeah. Is it? Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh, because those poor guys. Oh. And then what's this one? Oh, there it is. Your touch. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was a ghost when they do that. No. Well, that is also true. I see. It happens. Multiple times. Multiple times. Like four times? No. <laughs> Is it like every... At least twice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's twice. A very... So, and then Whoopi Goldberg plays a medium. Okay. That's her role, because Swayze is like, hey, I gotta tell my girlfriend that yeah, well, I got murdered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, you're so, in danger. You're killing Beth right now, Dan. It's, it's, you're killing her. I'm going to be a ghost by the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> this is how the podcast works. We're talking about things we don't yeah, know. Yeah, do it. Um, uh, yeah, I think Demise Moore is in danger from also the guy mm-hmm. who's maybe creeping on her. Dan's yeah. bet, evil guy creeping. I think the evil guy <laughs> works with him. Who? The evil guy. Okay, there's an Works evil guy. Right. Um, he, I believe, works with Sam. Swayze. At a computer place. Beep there's boop, definitely beep, some beep boops and beep bops in this movie. Okay. okay. Um, oh, yeah, because there's a he, scene where he, like, possesses, like, after he's learned how to use his ghost powers, mm. he, like, possesses the computer and sends what? threatening messages yeah. to the, the evil cre- he, creepo. I don't know if he possesses the computer as much as he types on the keyboard. Uh, <laughs> sure. He goes types. But, I mean, he might. I don't remember. This just affirms the connection between ghosts and technology. Right. Ghosts in the machine. Yeah. Or typing on the machine. Yeah. <laughs> ghost typist. So, is he... Do we know... Like, is it, like, is he murdered for a reason, or is yes. he just in the wrong place at the wrong time? He is murdered for a reason. Okay. Is I it because... it's insurance money or something. Oh. Like business. Or he has some sort of, because remember, he has to go to the bank and transfer money. With his ghost is. powers? Bet no. It's due to greed. It's for sure greed. That's oh. a good bet. Um, uh, I'm going to say, you guys both sound confident, but regardless of that, I'm going to say he murdered because he wants some of that to me. 
more. What? He wants some more. A dead Demi, Demi Moore. Ah. Yeah. He's creeping on Swayze. The murderer is creeping on yeah, Demi yeah. Moore. And so he gets Swayze out of the way. Whoa. Mm. Well, but he has to warn her because they're going to kill, kill her. her. Yeah. Oh. But he's like... She's the target? What? They're both... Uh, she might... She, she might... I think she is the target. So are they married or defends, they just have no, a life insurance policy together? No, it's not life insurance then. It's... Maybe... No, she has like a large amount of money for some reason. Like an inheritance? I, I don't know. Like her pottery we'll store? Out. Like you will inherit the pottery <laughs> store if you kill her or something? But then why would... <laughs> So he wants to kill Swayze and them, so then he's the next of kin? That's not right. I just feel like the cause (laughs) is very unimportant. All you have to know is that Patrick Swayze is a ghost. Okay. Okay. He wakes and up very confused. He's so he confused. his body. Oh, and he's like, I am dead. Terrifying. And oh, yeah. His, he learns through the help of a ghost mentor how to move a penny uh-huh. or how to like, uh-huh. how, to, how to like touch things in the real world yes. and move them. And then at some point he becomes aware that Demi is in trouble and then he focuses all of his efforts on saving her. Meanwhile, Whoopi Goldberg is comedic. Uh, what do we call it? Comedic relief. Uh, relief. Uh, and she and Demi almost kiss at the end because okay. he inhabits her body. I think they full on, here's Dan's bet, mm-hmm. Whoopi and Demi full on have sex in this movie. Yep, they bang. They do. While Swayze is possessing Whoopi Goldberg. Right. What? I also agree. What? I, I would say this is going to be a, did they bang? And my bet is yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One part I always remember this movie after I've already seen it is like thinking back, because there's a hot sex scene mm-hmm. between Swayze and Demi Moore mm-hmm. that but you, you see that. Dead. You visually see so, Swayze and Demi But he's dead already. Banging, Go, yes. Yeah, he, he goes, okay, so he finds out that there's this medium. He goes to visit her. There's like this whole comical oh. scene where like a guy possesses her body and then he like, talks to this woman and then he's like oh like you can actually hear me and then he sings I'm Henry VIII a bunch of times to annoy her enough to go to see Demi and then she comes and knocks on the door and she's like Sam is talking to me and then she's like I don't know why you're here and bothering me and that's when he pulls out the penny penny up. she passes a penny underneath the door and then the penny, he picks the penny up the wall, but she can't see him, clearly. He's yeah. a ghost. Uh-huh. And then pulls the penny across the room to her. And it takes all his strength. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then he ghost this dies. This really does have everything. It really does, for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then she lets Whoopi in, and then Swayze pisses Whoopi, and then they bang. And they, then they bang. <laughs> but I feel like they never acknowledge the fact they that They don't, that because they show... They show um, him possess Whoopi, and then it's like Whoopi is there, and then she turns into Patrick Swayze. That's not how ghosts work. And then they bang. That's not how ghosts work. But really, it's a it's a visual that yeah. is that is Patrick Swayze. So, yeah, yeah they bang. Yeah. <laughs> is this like a consensual thing with Whoopi? Like, does she understand what she's getting herself into? Yes. Yes. Okay. Does she though? Will we see it that way watching it now? I don't know. Like, is there a clear moment where she's like, "It's okay." Yeah, she let's says do this. like. Mm-hmm. She nods her head. Yeah. Now, <laughs> is that an affirmative <laughs> and enthusiastic consent? There, Thank you. There is definitely, that's bet, there is a moment of consent. Okay. <laughs> uh, Molly's bet, uh, it is not an enthusiastic and verbal consent. But maybe that's just how Whoopi's playing the character. Listen, she's hyper-verbal in every other way. That's true. And hyper-enthusiastic. Oh, wait, Whoopi's giving consent. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. her body's to being be taken consent. over. Her body, her business. Yeah. 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 At, at one point... Whoopi is at her 
house, her apartment, uh-huh. and Arsenio Hall is on. What? Oh. These are things I remember. Oh, very I was very notes. much hoping you were going to say Arsenio Hall is there. No. Yeah. It is on. In the apartment. Well, I, this... I believe that's the first time I saw Arsenio Hall. <laughs> very good. So do you think this will pass the Bechtel-Wallace test? Yes. No. I mean, do they no? talk to each other about anything but Patrick Swayze? Ooh. I don't think so. And then they're... Well, Maybe Whoopi has like another client that she says by name, and they talk about like their dead mother or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, actually, yes, I do think so because I think she talks to her sister. Who does? Whoopi talks to her own sister. Yes. Okay. I think to keep it spicy. I'm gonna vote no. Yeah. Oh. A spicy no. <laughs> <laughs> I think just based on the fact that. There's two women in major roles in this yeah. that interact with each other a bunch. Like, there's got to be at least two throwaway lines next to each other. Sure. So I'm, I'm Hi, my name is Opie Goldberg's character. Can I come into your home? Yeah. Yes, no. you can. Yeah, or no, why are you here? Oda Mae Brown. What? Whoa. Oh. I believe it's her name. Okay. Wow. Great. Because I've seen this movie a lot of times, yeah. no, but not see, for a very long time. That's the thing. But here's what's surprising to me is I feel like there's been lots of movies that you've seen before, uh-huh. but I don't remember you having such a vivid collection yeah. of memories. Because I've seen this movie so many times. Wow. So this is like my little, no, not My Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. <laughs> right? Yes. 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 That, that, and that's another movie that I like owned on VHS and had seen a billion times. Awesome. Another memory I have of this movie... The ending there that disturbed me mm. is there's, uh, without giving too much away to Dan. Whatever. Uh, there's a. <laughs> I well, think he already I'll, spoiled this. Part. I'll give it all away. The bad guy is killed, I think, yeah. by. Like, uh, by ghosts, right? A no. pane of glass, like yeah. a jagged pane of glass, like guillotining him. What? And he then through his there's body. like a shitty 80s, 90s ghost effect with uh-huh. like. Like evil spirit gremlins, like come out and yeah. like get him. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's maybe this part. That's what I'm remember. thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was some, you know, like I don't know, some old cast member Mad TV or whatever. It was just like, and then the ghost cans came out, bro. It's like the mummy. What? The mummy where the bugs take over. Kind of. So it kind of. But it's like, like shadows. Demons. They're like shadows. Oh. And they're like yeah, into. they're like that same effect, like in. I don't know, like Ghostbusters, mm. where it's like a weird translucent thing that they maybe just drew, drew on the film. Drew yeah. And so it looks real crappy, but I remember being really creeped out. At the and, time. Yeah, oh. at the time. So, okay. Does Creeper, does he understand, like, before the end of the movie when he gets ghost murdered, yeah. does he understand <laughs> that Swayze is still in play? Yeah. Or does he think yeah. Swayze's just gone and out of the picture? Swayze's like... Once he gets his ghost powers, it's like hey, harassing him. Okay. Yeah, that and that's where the typewriter comes in. Mm. I believe he types his name, Sam. Sam. He's like, "Who is that?" And he just writes Sam, 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 Sam over and over on the typewriter. Gotcha. Spooky. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a scene where they go to a bank, and Otome Brown is trying to transfer money. Oh. Um, and then I believe he knows that like the people that murdered him were hired by the creepy guy. Uh. The creepy guy is somebody that they know, and so there's a there's a point where he comes to the apartment to like comfort comfort oh. the Demi Moore's character, yeah. oh, no. Creep Supreme, and um, and that's when he is like, "You have to get out of this house." Yeah. Um, 
the creep says to get out of the house, or no. Patrick Swayze's like Patrick Swayze's like you need to get out of this house. Oh, okay. And then he does a whole haunting of this guy, and nice. that's what he scares him into a window pane, and that's what kills him. Wow. Dan's bad. The guy who plays the creeper. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but I'm going to recognize him, and he is the actor <laughs> that is, he's like the grandson of one of the MGM dudes that, like, founded MGM. Oh, like in real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actor is, like, the grandson of one of those dudes. Mm. Oh. And, like, he's like, oh, that guy. That's my bet. So it's, Great. like, yeah. MGM grandson. Jimmy. But he's, like, an actor. Jimmy Goldwyn or yeah. Jimmy Meyer <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one other trivia piece of information that I've somehow collected and held on to all these years is that the... <laughs> well, you had to do your research for the newspaper. Yeah. Th- that's true. That's true. Uh, but the uh, singer-songwriters for Unchained Melody, and I cannot think of who they are right now, but they did not have the rights to that song. Ooh. It was one of those like 1960s deals where it was your big break. Oh, yeah. Record this oh. demo. So this song became huge when this movie came out. Oh. Like you, you could not escape it. This yeah. might be another reason I really hated this movie. Um, but um, you were too busy listening to like Cheap Trick and Rat. Uh, I was like, I was like a flannel uh, shirt wearing uh, Led Zeppelin listener at one Whoa. point that transitioned into a Nirvana listener. Yeah. Like I was not super up on current songs. I mean, that's. But anyway, Unchained Melody is a beautiful song, but it's sort of like Christmas music when you start to hear it everywhere. It was just really everywhere. Mm. And they didn't make any money off of any of that mm. so that they re-recorded their own song and tried to get it up on the charts and it sort of chased, like, it, their song was, like, re-hit the number or something. Top mm-hmm. ten. It was on Casey Kasem. I remember that. And The they one were they like, recorded or the no, bad one? No, the bad one. Mm-hmm. Or the, the original one mm-hmm. did well. I don't know what the top. That's rough. Yeah. So that's a bummer. That's anyway, true. hold that in your hearts when you're watching yeah. this yeah. movie. Ugh. Another uh, <laughs> ghost effect that uh-huh. I've heard about. Spooky. Is that after this movie came out, there was a, a measurable increase in pottery classes. <laughs> 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 like people got in there. I can only imagine. Yeah. Because that pottery scene, very hot. <laughs> it's steamy. Yeah. yeah. I might get embarrassed watching it. <laughs> yeah. You might. Um, Hmm. I also get this movie confused with Jumpin' Jack Flash. What? Why? What? Which is another Whoopi Goldberg I believe movie. so, yes. And maybe Crocodile Dundee's the other guy. What? <laughs> uh, I mean, the actor who plays Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say that you confused Crocodile Dundee with Ghost. <laughs> oh, no. And I did not understand. <laughs> because I think Jumpin' Jack Flash has a whole other, like... That era computer storyline happening <laughs> to Whoopi Goldberg, like like green and black LCD screens, uh-huh. like typing out messages, hacking the internet. <laughs> so that I, movie's pretty good. I just want to say when Dan Jaquette makes typing <laughs> motions that are retro, it's like two little bird faces pecking at a yeah. at a common plate of food. Yeah, it's yeah. very cute. It's very nice. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe we'll post a GIF of that. Yeah. Oh. All right. If we get a $500 donation. (laughs) Tweet at us. uh, First send us the money. And then tweet (laughs) us. Hashtag, give me them bird hands. Yeah. All right, so here's a question. If we um, propose to believe Molly's review that this movie has everything, (laughs) um, do we think it'll have the following things? Be scary. Halloween. Ooh. Spooky. Yeah, I think yeah. that I, I think especially that first scene where they get attacked 
is pretty scary. Is there a cat also, in this movie? He I think gets there's... ghosted in scene one. Uh, it's pretty no, early. It's but it's early in the mm. movie. It's like but pottery. Where... I do think that there's a scene where <laughs> sorry, where one of the other murderers gets killed first. Oh, there's oh. two. Murders. How many murderers are in this movie? I think it's three murderers. Oh, three? This yeah. is ridiculous. One of them gets killed in the street, and yeah. that's when the little ghost yeah, gremlins come out the first time, out. and you're like, whoa! I want to say he's wearing a red jacket, and he has Jerry curls. Yes. Whoa! Because I feel like he hard looks, I feel like he looks a lot like. Michael Jackson in Thriller. <laughs> but this is just my memory, so I might just be thinking of Michael Jackson in Thriller. Yeah. Right. Dan's hope in that scene out in the street, there's a hot dog guy. Because I think this is a New York based oh, movie. Oh, this is our chance. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, so hey, hope. get out of the street! Oh, you gotta get hit by that car! <laughs> Whoa, hey, you want a dog? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh. Uh, okay, will it be romantic? Yes. Sure. Everybody across the board. Bordering on embarrassing. Will it be <laughs> action-packed? Uh, I think it's action-packed. There's probably, like, one scene where there's something thrilling happening while when, like, Demi is in danger or something, right? I don't know. Oh, I'm sure there's action. There's, there's like there's the, the oh, there's that subway montage. thing. Yeah, the train montage. Oh, yeah. That dude's great, too. The creepy the ghost mentor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want anything to do with Swayze. I don't know that actor's name, but he's great. Yeah, he's great. Oh, he gets, like, forced to be a ghost mentor? Yep, Swayze, like, bugs him all the time. <laughs> he's like, how do you do that? Oh, I feel like I'm going to hate this character. Do you just, wait, if, so if you're a ghost, you just follow other ghosts around and hope they tell you stuff? Because I think he's like, that guy can see me. Oh, sure. Why? Because he's very lost. Yeah. He doesn't, it's not like Beetlejuice where there's a manual, right, right away. and a helpful lady. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's great. Will it be humorous? I mean, it sounds like this ghost guy is funny. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg I think there's is... some laughs in there. Yeah. Um, this movie does have everything. What else do be... movies have? Oh. They'll be crying for sure. Oh, sadness? Not for me, but I think Demi Moore Within cries. Within yeah, the film? Cries. Yeah. There's like a pretty solid tear on her cheek with yes. any scene. Yes. Let me present a possible a possibility based on your knowledge of this movie and your knowledge of me as a person. <laughs> Will it be annoying to me at any point? At any oh, point? I would say yes. a few points okay. for sure, yeah. Not Beth. I'm, I'm really fascinated <laughs> by this because have, have you seen it since your... You were 15 years old. No, I haven't. Oh, nice. <laughs> Probably I'm not. Just curious, because like you might have been at an age where you're like, oh, everything's annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know? I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, I was wearing Doc Martens, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure I understood things. Was about this the a world. point where you were real turned off on the idea of romance? Oh. And so any sort of romantic movie would be like, oh, stupid, because like. Stan's not asking me out. Yeah, it's not like Stan would ever do pottery with me. Okay, this is a grossly inaccurate portrayal of my inner thoughts and feelings at the time. Dear Molly, you're a wonderful creature and a beloved human on this earth. You keep going, girl. Is that from Stan? Love, Molly. No, that's from your head. You're right into yourself. You're doing your internal monologue. Uh, no, I don't think so, but I was pretty, um, I was pretty cynical at that time. So, I guess we'll just find out. Yeah. All right, we'll see. I feel some real, like... Should I not sit next to Molly this time? Because she's going to ruin it? <laughs> I almost like... forgot something really important. Okay. What? Which is that this is where I learned the word ditto. What? what? Because 
he always says. Twice? No, she says, I love you to him. And oh, he I'm going to hate this. Ditto. Oh, because so she's a man and he can't express his genuine feelings. Coward. So at the end, he's released from this world oh, and he yeah. goes into a ball of light. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but right before she sees him. Oh. And she. Um, I believe he says, I love you, and she responds, ditto. Oh. And then, and then, but it's like in a very sweet way. He finally it's learns like, how to express oh. himself after being a ghost. And then he goes out receiving a burn. It's like an inside joke, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of, no, but like, is that the time? I guess it's your last <laughs> chance. It's like your last chance to talk to each other. Because yeah. yeah. they could have done two things in that scenario. They yeah. could do... Uh, I love you, ditto. Or they could have had her say, I love you, and him said, also having said, I love you. Yeah. But in that, that way. Also, was closure. I feel like yeah. there were so many. I also many... love, am loving <laughs> I you. I also am loving you, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> I also am loving you, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Just cram it all in there. Oh, I'll be so disappointed. That's not what he says now. Maybe there was an earlier draft. I'm yeah. sure there was. Uh, I feel like there must have been. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, so, given all this information, uh, Dan Linden, mm-hmm. how many Creep Supremes are you <laughs> going to give this one? And these are good? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creep Supremes is a good measurement? Some well, it's just the most interesting phrase that I've heard so far. Okay, sure. I mean, <laughs> um, that's fine. Spooky points? <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, my God. I love that. It is our Halloween. Spooky points. Uh, lightning crash. Lightning crash. I'm going to say two. Wow. Ooh, wow. Ooh, it's brutal. I just, this see, this is one of those movies where pop culture has given me an idea of how people feel about this movie, and usually when I see these movies, I hate them and think they're dumb and don't understand why they're so popular. So you currently, and me at 15, probably on the same page. Oh, I, well, from what you've said already of you at 15, we probably would have got along great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I'd be like, get over yourself. But like, when I was that age, I'd be like, this girl is cool. She gets it. Everything is. Oh, she's wearing flannel. Listening to Led Zepp. Yeah. Yeah. Beth. Um, I'm gonna give it a four, probably. Mm. Uh, because, like I said, it was my favorite. I probably would have given it a five back in the day. But I'm sure there are gonna be some things where it's dated. So four. Cool. I. I'm not sure what to do. I feel like this movie is going to be very anchored in its time. Mm -hmm. And that, I don't know if that'll be delightful or annoying. (laughs) I remember enjoying it when I watched it earlier, but I feel like it's just going to be crappy now and I'm going to laugh at it a bunch. I'm going to go four. I'm going to be Beelbold and say four. There's going to be Swayze, always love a good Swayze. Yeah. And he's going to display some real emotion. Yeah. And it's got something for everybody. Apparently. If I know my the Southerner <laughs> columns. Do you partly feel pressured to put a high ranking because you remember your own experience when we watched Romeo plus Juliet and we all shit on it and you genuinely seem to like <laughs> and it? And I apparently like romantic movies. Right. Now. And now you've like you've been listening to Beth talk about it for the last half an hour and you don't want to be that person for Beth? Maybe. And I'm also kind of anticipating a low rating coming out of Molly. And I want to make sure we've got some tension. <laughs> right. Because the listeners love when you two. Our chemistry. Yeah. Our <laughs> yeah. Molly? Oh, spook points? Gosh. How many spook points? Spooky points. Spooky points. That Spooky sounds points. better. That is less problematic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gosh, I... I still feel bad about ruining one movie for Dan. I don't remember which one it was. Oh, I think it was Aladdin. 
Um, and I don't want to do that, and yet I feel pretty solidly that I'm going to hate this movie so much. I want you to be honest, yeah. as you were not in 15-year-old. <laughs> yeah, this is Molly Redemption, remember? Okay, all right. Colin. I do think, though, so I'm going to give it a two yes. with hopes that I will like it more. I think it will be more poignant for me because Patrick Swayze has actually passed away. In oh, this Jesus, oh. Molly! Uh, well, no, it's going to yeah. be, like, different. It's going to no. feel different. <sighs> I'm sad. Me too. Oh, I I didn't mean. To I ever. totally forgot about that, and now I feel bad. It was gonna be like, oh no, <laughs> he's a treasure. Uh, all right. Uh, so Keep yeah, going. Well, no. How else are you gonna ruin this for us? <laughs> Aside from the the music and the um, yeah, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah. I I but I my my genuine hope is that I will keep my um angry, sullen version of myself at bay enough mm-hmm, to, like, mm-hmm. let this movie in. Yeah. Much like Whoopi Goldberg let in ah. yeah, uh, Sam the Ghost, which creeps yeah. me out. Let's you and I, mm-hmm. let's you and I together mm-hmm. allow ourselves to consider bump this up to a three after we watch this <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yes. And with that, we're going to hit pause, go watch Ghost, and we'll be right back. And we're back. We've just watched two hours and seven minutes of Ghost, or as Dan Linden has renamed it, Ghost Rage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the last... No, sorry. The second, the almost last note I wrote in the time that we watched the movie was, nobody glowers like Swayze. <laughs> and it's true. There are a lot of close-ups of his oh face my God. displaying emotion. Yes. Oh, and all yeah. of those close-ups are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down... Ger- <laughs> I wrote down gerbil betrayal eyes. What? Gerbil betrayal eyes? Please explain. Do you want to unpack that all? <laughs> Swayze's face. He's been terribly betrayed yeah. by his best friend. Yeah. Everything that you guys set up was was pretty accurate. Yeah. And um and they just cut to his face. And there's just something about the the mild like movement of his eyes that looked just like an anime gerbil. It was both cute and heartbreaking. Yeah. It's, his eyes are very watery at that point. Yes. So probably... that like shine to it. <laughs> You know, I mean, he's, he's got to step up his eye water game if he's going to be on level with me more. That's oh, true. that was oh, amazing. God. Who? She has literally the perfect tear in this movie. It's incredible. It like she like her eyes are welling up. She's looking down. She looks up, blinks, and it just like completely drops. It's like at the perfect uh, moment. Yeah. Oh, and they synchronize the whole musical score oh, to incredible. that moment. It's incredible. It's incredible. Do you think she either just like feared how to do that well and was like, I want to do this a bunch of times or it's like something she's just really good at and like it's in her contract that she gets to make a bunch of tears happen. <laughs> if they were real. I don't know if they did the thing where they put drops in your No, eyes. those were real. She is a professional. Yeah. She's a pro. Amazing. She's a pro. It was truly amazing. We were wrong about some things, but I feel like we earned a lot of spooky points. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween. The opening of this movie. The terror of heartbreak and committing (laughs) yourself to another person. Yeah, that's the real terror. But I want to talk about the beginning of this movie. Yes, please. Which, you know, there's the Paramount, yada, yada, yada stuff. And then just, like, 
goes. Yeah. Hard orchestra notes. That was amazing. Like, yeah, it's like a, like, you know in scary movies where, like, the violins, like, go, like, crescendo? Yeah. And yeah. It's like, that's what happened. It was yeah. like a pop-out moment. It was like yeah. the opening of a Hitchcock film. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, three minutes of a <laughs> slow pan across... I don't know what construction. Like construction, yeah. but it's, apartment. Yeah, the apartment that they bought. Yeah, but it's. I didn't figure that out till the end. No. Right. <laughs> like it's really unclear, at yeah. least to me. If you, yeah, you didn't know what it was until they were like, "Oh, this is our new apartment." Yeah. When the scene started, if, but it was example, three minutes of like, "What is happening?" Yeah. If, and for then, example, you'd never seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you just saw basically a camera pan over a bunch of dusty garbage yeah. <laughs> with no context. Yeah. And the the music goes from like scary yeah. music to like nice peaceful romantic music yeah. all in that span. It's yeah. it's a very bizarre opening. And it kinda goes back into spooky for a while yeah. and then <laughs> comes back out again. Because love can be spooky. Um, mm. Yeah. I would love someone to map out the emotional quality of that opening number and see if it syncs up to the movie. Oh. Ooh, like the pattern change. Because yeah. yeah. the movie does have something for everyone. <laughs> it uh, really does. As fifteen year old Right? Yeah. Molly Chase. Yep. And I just wonder if that's like a little, like, here's going to be your emotional ride yeah. over this three-minute, like, dusty garbage pan. <laughs> so, like, if you had majored in symphonic composition, you would have been like, oh, I know how this movie's going to yeah, go already. I don't need to watch it. <laughs> I don't know. And you wouldn't. You could skip the whole thing. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Beth. Oh, no. I love this movie. Save it. <laughs> Dan, as someone who had never seen it before, yeah. you thought there would be pottery. Yep. Yes. So. Uh, there would be an evil ghost or maybe a jerk and he would be attacked. I mean, <laughs> for sure happened. That's true, right? Were you yeah. think, but you were thinking of that ending scene where Tony Goldwyn, who I nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Grandson, totally, totally a Goldwyn. Who I thought was actually really great. Yeah. Carl. Oh, um, so good. Uh, were you thinking of that scene? I guess. Uh, the closest there was to an evil ghost was just that, like, jerk, crazy ghost on the subway. Mentor. Yeah. Yeah, ghost Men- mentor. Ghost mentor. Because he was a jerk, kind of, but he was misunderstood, you learned later. Yeah. 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 He had some sort of mental illness that carried over. He was also <laughs> very sad as well. Yeah. Uh, Whoopi would be in this? Yes. Nailed it. And you would think it's Dirty Dancing a lot and hope it's Point Break. Did those two things happen? That only happened, I would say, once each. Yeah. Like, there was definitely a moment that Molly and I shared where, like, <laughs> there was a tender moment between Ghost Sways and Demi Moore, and we both were like, this is where that song from Dirty Dancing is supposed to come in. Yeah. And there was definitely a moment, I feel like maybe when he was still alive... Where he made some semi-deep comment, and I was just like, I just was waiting for him to just turn and have like that beautiful sun-kissed <laughs> hair yes. and the tanned body, and just jump on a surfboard. Yeah, or like body out of a plane, yeah. right? Like, or just called to be more compadre. <laughs> <laughs> I think any good Swayze movie, there's a moment where you see how good he is at dancing like yeah. it just peeks through. Like in this yeah. one, when he's jumping between trains, oh. it's like. That's a dancer. That jump. graceful oh. leap between He's so graceful, trains. so good. He can't not be right in every movie. Roadhouse, he does it. There's yeah. moments where he's like a tough bouncer, but yeah. it's like, come on, you're a dancer. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, uh, and this one had it. Oh, I'm sorry. The other moment I was wishing it was Point Break was when he was fighting his attacker, Willie Lopez. Oh yeah, I was like waiting because there was a lot of just like close 
like strag struggling, and I was waiting for them to like separate so we could see some of that sweet Bodhi karate. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> Bodhi would have been able to repel that attack. Yeah, there no question for sure. Um, so we were pretty right. He got murdered. Although I I imagined it was an intentional murder and it was a botched robbery. Is yeah. that true? That's what yes. we gathered. From yeah, the I was a little confused about that going clear. in there. And it wasn't for life insurance money. It no. was f- at he worked at some financial some place yeah. where his friend was stealing money, and so his friend needed his account code right. in order to transfer some money over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four million dollars. Four million dollars. Which he even to not be killed by drug people, Mister Bashalavitz or whatever. Balasabi. Get your money. <laughs> this is another good, like, 80s, 90s movie where people just have business jobs. Yeah. And they work in, like, finance. Yeah. And they wear their shirts to the office. Oh, it's amazing. And they're in an office and they're doing money stuff. Yeah. Yep. On their computer. And, computers, a lot of and it's thoughts. all, like, really unclear what's yeah. happening. Like, literally, when he got into the office, the Japanese were there. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all we knew. He was nervous for the Japanese. And they either. were early, of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, their, uh, Swayze and Tony Goldwyn's friendship, um, if you didn't know that he was a super creepo, is kind of charming at the beginning. Like, sure. the three of them. Yeah. They're all, like, best buds. Yeah. I guess not. Well, I guess they are. Yeah, they are. I mean, he, like, was the one person helping them remodel that apartment, apparently. Yeah. yeah. And that's what makes the betrayal so... Uh, but it's intense. it's such a turn. It like, really is. So quick, turn. right? Well, but I have to say, when the two of them are on their own in that elevator, and they are such bros. Such bros. Yeah. Oh, they bro out hard. Yeah. Like, I oh, I got like... a rash on my dick. I can't <laughs> touch anybody. <laughs> Pretty much how that scene goes. Yeah, that's what they're doing. I mean, they were a little more graceful about their language. Oh, yeah. uh, hey, Susan. Looking good today. Oh, was yeah. that Swayze or Carl? That Swayze, Swayze dropped that. Yeah. Swayze. Well, that's what I was going to say, is I feel like once Swayze dies, he does like a 182. Like, he's not really... I mean, he's fine. He's like a nice enough guy, but he's not like any... He's not stand-up. He's not a stand-up dude in the the first part. In that case, Heaven has some pretty low standards. (laughs) Or maybe that's why they're like, oh, well... Because he makes Heaven wait like he's making Uber hang on a minute while he says goodbye to his girl or whatever. Like, he gets called for by the afterlife, and he's like, actually, I'm going to stay Twice. here. Twice. Twice he does. And the second time, like, I mean, come on, it's not like hailing a cab. He has his opportunity to be free of wandering the subways, like that mentally ill ghost mentor. Yeah. And he's like, chill there for a minute. I got to say goodbye to a couple of people well, and do some kissing. Okay. Well, the first time, <laughs> he looks over and his, the love of his life is holding his dead body in her arms and crying, and she's alone. And then he walks away. That's true. So he's trying to not leave her alone with his dead body. (laughs) So I feel like it's justified. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The second time... He just like saved her life, and they never. He never had the chance to say goodbye. But what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen when the police show up? This man, the first time, the robber guy, the second time. I'm sorry. So, first of all, I would like to acknowledge your point and say you are absolutely accurate, <laughs> Beth. I had not thought about it that way. Um, but I am mildly concerned. Is it okay that I'm jumping to the end? Sure. Yeah. I'm very concerned. You have this woman who is uh, Whoopi Goldberg's character who 
though for good purpose, has committed bank fraud right. um, by withdrawing $4 million and then donating it. Right. Um, but then the guy that she defrauded uh, winds up dead at like 11 p.m., yeah. Yeah, it's no. going to be a sticky situation She's for sure. She's the one with the criminal record. Ooh, yeah. Also, the one no, this guy... No, privilege is coming to yeah. bite. Yeah. The one guy does have his wallet in his apartment, so they can go back to that. Which guy? Willie Lopez? Lopez? There's, some, there's some links to, hey, they were doing some messed up stuff. Maybe. I don't know. There might be a paper trail as evidenced by oh, yeah. Carl throwing all those papers yeah, on the ground. Yeah, yeah. All that Dominic's <laughs> printer paper all around. Yeah, after the computer stopped helping him. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. That's true. There's some right. papers. But I agree. I think, uh, like, Ghost 2, there's a good chance Whoopi's <laughs> in jail. Yeah. Like, wrongfully accused. Yeah. Although, yeah. as we also decided, Ghost 2 might be Sister Act 1. Yeah. <laughs> because she gives $4 million to the nuns. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's already in good with the nuns. She's in good with the nuns. <laughs> I believe the premise of Sister Act is she's hiding from the mob. Yes, gangsters. maybe that's how it happens because she knows she knows the situation doesn't look good for her because there's a dead businessman who's white in with the mob. Businessman, right? Yeah, dead in front of her. Mm-hmm. She has a record. She flees to Las Vegas, yeah. becomes a singer, or whatever she does in Sister Act, some kind of show lady, right? Mm-hmm. Lady show. She does I've never seen it. She does a show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she does like some kind of show. Like she does, you know, that's why she's like so good at the music, right? And then she has to go. Yeah, and then she's like has to hide in the nunnery because of the mob. So yeah, they actually kind of tracks. It's a pretty good mapping. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sister Act did come out two years after this. Oh, this was 1990. Good job, Molly. Yeah. No one else bet. Oh. You did it. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah. Um, we were first of all. The pottery scene, a little <laughs> gross. Yeah, kind of yeah. hot. Mostly gross. It was mostly gross. It and was all long. alive. It was yeah. There's no I, ghost pottery. I th- I think I've only seen this movie on TV, and I know I know a lot of that was cut out because it's very intimate. Yes. <laughs> um, but also I think it's shortened, and I don't ever remember seeing the like first ten minutes of the movie. Hmm. So I don't know if that's because I just like start in late on the movie or if they actually cut that part out of no TV. No network edits. in the world is going to show that much of a dusty construction. Right? Yeah, like that right. for sure is not in it because uh, I've never seen that part <laughs> for sure. Yeah. There's also like a good two minutes of them deciding like how to pull that angel statue into the window. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's the first thing that the first image that I remember seeing mm-hmm. is that angel like going yep. through that window. And then we see mm-hmm. Sways. Oh. Doing some sways moves. Yeah. yeah. Gymnastics. Yeah. Kicks the angel, so then it moves back yeah. and then swings forward into Ooh, the apartment. Oh, is that foreshadowing for the big block and tackle that eventually kills Carl? Probably. Which just swings back and breaks the window to oh, guillotine him? Yeah. Oh, Maybe. Probably. Probably, right? Sure. Probably. I mean, the. The technical aspects of this movie, they're, like, doing it. There's a mm-hmm. lot of interesting, f- like, fades and transitions. Yeah. I would say some self-conscious transitions at time where you would <laughs> hear one or all four of us audibly say, ooh, transition. Yeah. But they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've committed to it. <laughs> yeah. For sure. They're thinking about them. They're not just using standard transition. No, it's like, throw the pillow at the camera. Now we cut to New York City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
We are in New York. There's the one where he jumps up and he hits the sign with his hand, and oh, then yeah. it cuts to the hand on the outside of the um, psychic studio. Yep. <laughs> psychic studio. Can, can, may I just go back quickly to the angel scene? Yeah, let's um, go back to the beginning of the movie. Yeah. We already talked about the end. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, that whole scene, in a nutshell, is part of why I object to this film. He, she is doing it. She is going to get that angel inside. She's fine. She maybe reaches out a tiny bit. What does he do? First of all, bro prankster. Makes her feel like she's going to fall. And then pulls her into a loving embrace and pulls her inside as if she were a child. And gently reprimands slash teases her. Like throwing an egg. Sorry, guys. And then he like, let me handle this worker dudes. And does a total sways move, which is in fact very elegant. Elegant and efficient <laughs> to bring the the angel in, yeah. and then uh, there were so many points in this movie where she would be vulnerable or put herself out there and just be bossed around or told what to do or it's dismissed. True. It's true. Okay. Counterpoint. I think most of that behavior happens before he dies, right? So. He still bosses her around after he's dead. He just does it less and less. But I think the argument is that she never... she's She asks him right before he's killed, do you love me? Mm-hmm. And I think the whole thing is like, he's kind of this like bro-y guy that he... But he underneath, he does really love her. And so the entire second half of the movie, he's proving to her how much he loves her and cares about her. Beth, do you hear yourself? <laughs> That love transforms this bro, non-committal dude into a great dude. He just has to die first. I don't. I don't understand what's well, bad no. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a. There's like major. Okay, this happens in all movies. There's some major life change, and that's when they decide. No, that's how they have to. The I get it. Major life and this one, it just it. happens to be that he is killed. <laughs> <laughs> what does it take, ladies? Right. <laughs> well, no. So fair enough. I, I understand. There, there are character arcs. I get that. But I think this just also plays into that whole fantasy of if you love a man enough, he'll change. Mm. Sure. I don't necessarily think he's changing as much as trying to no. understand himself. Yeah. yeah. It can be difficult for a man. A to modern be man. A modern man. <laughs> shall we say. In the business world. Mm-hmm. To uh, be able to be in touch with one's emotions and be able to identify what one is feeling. Indeed. Would you say you would have to take your feelings and force them down into your gut and use all your love and all your rage to be able to move an immobile object? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, actually. Let's stretch this out as far as we can because I think Beth actually has a point. Let's consider this. Let's consider Thank this. <laughs> he okay. He's this broy dude. He does this sweet acrobatic kick move, solves the problem. Angel statue swings out, comes back. I want right? to quickly side note about the angel scene. Yeah, his shirt is out of control. Amazing. Oh my god, that's right. I forgot about the shirt. It's like a tucked in short sleeve button. Just like a bunch of paint was thrown at it. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it is like Google. Yeah. I don't know. Swayze, Patrick Swayze, ghost shirt, ghost shirt, angel scene. <laughs> Probably just ghost shirt, because the rest of the time it's like... That well, red one. The it's red kind one. of the red, like... Yeah, yeah. so I maybe mean, you do have to say angel scene, because anyway. they don't specify. Anyway, Back to okay. It. So, he's clearly, he's bro, physically fit. 
right? Very <laughs> capable. He dies, right? Mm-hmm. All his strength is meaningless. He tries to punch things. He tries to grab things. He tries to stop her from doing things. He can't. All his physical strength is gone. He has to learn how to be emotionally strong, oh. right? Yes. He has to learn to use his emotions to create any effect change in his world. Huh? Uh-huh. All right? That's something. No, but that's, that's, that's exactly what I think. Yeah. I think it's that it's not, he's not, he's no longer affected by this, like, societal, like, body thing that he has, right? All yeah. of a sudden, it's like, now this is who he really is in the inside. Yeah. It's his soul. Yeah. And that's the the good sways. We were unfortunately mistaken that Whoopi and Demi banged. Yeah, right. they don't. Oh, did they bang? Did no. they bang? Did, did they bang? 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 Is he strong? Oh. Listen, but he's got radioactive blood. Look out. <laughs> Here it <laughs> uh, Swayze does possess Whoopi. Yes, it is consensual. It is mild consent. Yeah, I agree. It it's is reluctant consent, consent that is caveated with "do it before I change my mind." I know. It's also volunteered, though. Yes. Yeah. For- okay. All right. Just be careful how far you're willing to go down this path <laughs> to defend Whoopi Goldberg and a movie made in 1990 and hear your words and think about it now, right? Oh, we were making out. And and she said, uh, go ahead and, and have sex with me before out. I change my mind. No, I'm saying this consent thing. Right? Like, there's the consent in the in the conceit or the world of ghost, right? And that doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. If we're matter. talking about consent in a larger way, then yes, an enthusiastic yes is extremely important. And it's hard with 2016 eyes to watch this 1990 movie and not be like, wow, every woman is trampled in this. So you don't think uh, a truly... Uh, evolved Swayze wouldn't have taken... <laughs> the offer. That offer... Not at that point, no. But I would say he was certainly less broed out than he was at the beginning of the movie. Because of his emotional journey. Would you have preferred if he had said, are you sure? Yes. Okay. And if she had said, you know what? I really want to do this for you. I want you to experience the touch of your lover. Through me. Through me. One last time. Yeah. I am consenting to you entering my body and taking control of my <laughs> muscles and eyes. Yes. That's what you wanted, that scene? Well, not that long. Honestly, that would have fit in with a lot of rest of this movie because there were a lot of scenes that were like two minutes longer than they had to Oh, do. at least. Yeah. True. Pacing was a little weird. Oh, a little off. weird. God, do you know how long it took just to establish ghost rules? Oh, man. I was like, the movie is called Ghost. <laughs> we get that he's going to die and be a ghost. Yeah. I do want to talk about the ghost physics and rules in a second, but we should wrap up Did They Bang? Oh. Um, <clears throat> they danced. They danced and caressed each other. Yeah. Soulfully. They didn't even kiss. They didn't even kiss. No. Um, and it is, again, the only time... I guess we only see Possession one other time, but um, it's the only time of the two where it, it the camera changes so it sways instead it's of... It's ghost vision. It's ghost vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it does one of the things that I find unpleasant of someone rubbing their thumb across someone else's lips. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> all you can think is, like, that's Whoopi Goldberg's hand. No, like, any, any... Just in general. That move. Yeah. Uh, 
it's creepy to me. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. Sure. Did you have a height problem with that dance scene? Absolutely. You had a lot of height problems. I had several height problems with all of the ghosts moments like first when he first figures out he's a ghost he's in the hospital learning that he's dead by that kindly old man yes who's waiting for his wife to die but also apparently he's just kind of like hanging out watching other people die it sounds yeah. like There's it sounds like he does dying in that hospital yeah like yeah. beth said those doctors are having a bad day <laughs> uh but there's a point where when he first kind of learns and we learn that he goes through stuff when he's not thinking about it yeah is where a pretty short staff member of the hospital takes the gurney that has Swayze's body on it and rolls away. And Swayze's like, wait, and stands there. And then he comes up to him. And then we get inside a human body vision to show that we're watching Swayze pass through this body. But that dude's head was like at Swayze's chest. So his eyes would just continue to see exactly what he was looking at (laughs) as the doctor passed through him. So you think they should have cast a taller doctor? Yes, if they wanted to use that scene to show the inside of a body through ghost vision... They needed a taller doctor. There is no taller doctor. What are you talking about? <laughs> the doctor was a man. Mm-hmm. It was a man. Yeah. yeah. I was say it, the mother was a doctor, but it's not true. The mother was a doctor. <laughs> what that? are we talking about? Have you not heard that riddle? Oh, uh, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> Google that. Tweet okay. at us. Ooh, yeah. If you want to hear that riddle, hashtag mom doctor. It's also a spoiler now. Yeah, that's a spoiler for that. Hashtag, give me that riddle. Give me that riddle. <laughs> was it, did it, okay, I had this weird thing where I could not, like, because the doctor that was explaining to me more, I guess, that, like, he is actually dead. Here are some police. Please talk to them. Like, he never actually spoke audibly, but I couldn't let go of the fact that he looked like he should have been, like, a stereotypical Russian man character. <laughs> I don't know. The doctor who was letting her know that... Yeah, I don't know. He was just like a stocky, bearded fellow. And I just kept thinking he was saying, like, yes, please come with me to talk to police. <laughs> we have to fill out report. You have to... Do you have insurance? Very important. America. You must need it. Capitalist medicine. Okay. Anyway, and then the other height issue is that uh, I understand it was ghost vision when Swayze was dancing with me more. But still, like, if Demi Moore and Whoopi Goldberg were dancing, like... She was rotating her head up to put on her shoulder. Yeah, she was acting as if she was caressing her shoulder when really she'd be sort of just, like, jamming her head into Whoopi Goldberg's head. (laughs) Yeah. I see. Okay. I didn't understand what your height issue is, but now I understand. Swayze is a lot taller than Whoopi Speaking as a tall man, Mm. I can tell you that uh, all interactions with humans make you aware of how tall you are. (laughs) So it is very obvious to me when things do not match up. Right. Well, and I I do want to admit uh, that it was during that scene where Whoopi Goldberg's body had been uh, taken over mm-hmm. by Patrick Swayze uh, that I actually did feel for a moment how sad it was that he was dead. It took you that long? Yes. <laughs> That was the point in the movie. <laughs> to be fair, that is like the first time that we really see Swayze be like genuinely moved. Because most of the rest of the time, he's just like angry, scared for her, or feeling impotent. Yeah, or like being uh, uh, sassy. I loved sassy Swayze when he was like haunting Carl. Yeah, that was the best. He, I mean, he doesn't kill two people, but he also kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. And it's interesting how they make that choice of he never is 
actually taking the action. He just, like, scares people into them accidentally well, getting killed. Well, and he yeah. scared his own robber into killing him. Oh, right? right. Yeah. 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 If he had just said, give me your wallet, right? The guy who's robbing him comes up and says, give me your wallet. And what? why not just pull out your wallet, right? Because they find out later that it was all about the wallet yes. and stealing that. He was gonna until... No, he says, he... Uh, take the cash, but give me the... But keep the... Whatever. He had, like, some caveat, and he was being all macho about it, and that's when the scuffle started. I the thought scuffle it was, started no. because Willie Lopez smacked Zimmy more to the ground, and he yeah. was like, you son of a bitch, and then attacked no, him. No, but that didn't happen until... If he had just handed his wallet over... Sure. This is what I'm saying. And what we find out later is the guy just wanted the wallet. Yeah. And if he had just handed the wallet over, done. He's yeah. robbed. It's like if that person had made a different choice... The crime wouldn't have happened to them. It's like kind of his fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that happened to him, no. What like, I'm saying yeah. is, like if yeah. he hadn't acted <laughs> yeah. that way, right. or if he had just yeah. like fine, so he like when wearing different clothes, that his wallet was more easier to access when the robber yeah. first. Or maybe up. if he hadn't walked down that dark alley, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like I get it. It is his fault. One hundred percent. I'm just yeah. saying there are three people that his actions killed. <sighs> Sure. Indirectly. If you're saying that he, indir- if he killed him <laughs> indirectly, he indirectly killed himself. Fair enough. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, I see no correlation. But really, American capitalism killed him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Business right? did. That's true. This is all business's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, business, and business, drug business. dealers. Apparently. I love that drug dealers were involved. But like vaguely. Like vaguely. That's all they have to do vaguely. is be like, there's a drug dealer. We never see them. No. And <laughs> the person he talks to on the phone maybe isn't even one of them. It's oh, unclear. It's like his, like... Go-between? Yeah, his go-between. Who was giving very detailed instructions of how to transfer that money that we did not need to hear. And talk about detail. Poor Willie Lopez has to listen to the whole scheme, (laughs) including that $4 million are at stake, and he's only getting $80,000. Yeah. I mean... It's because he's a Puerto Rican, as we find out from Whoopi Goldberg Mm, editorializing. Yes. Oh, right. She's laying down details that aren't necessary. Yeah, Uh, yeah, she is not great at keeping it cool for someone who's been arrested like eight times. I guess she's been arrested eight times. I think that's why she's been arrested so many times. She's She's not good at it, right? Beth, I cannot believe the ends that you will go to defend this movie. (laughs) I love this movie. Uh, I have a question about that. I can't believe how much you hate it. About Whoopi's criminal record. Yeah. Okay, so Demi Moore... For context, she is at the police station. Where she, she is not believed. Right. Uh, and she talks to beloved character actor Stephen Root. Stephen Root, so amazing. Yep. Uh, Every time I see him, yeah. I'm oh, filled with joy. Yeah, this scene is pretty incredible. And he, well, I'm not even getting there. Okay, we can get cool. to that in a second. I had an issue with Stephen Root is like, let me check out, because she's like, look up Willie Lopez, whatever. And he doesn't have a record. But Whoopi Goldberg's character does. And what bothered me was that this record was like several folders that the dialogue established, none of which were from New York. So mm. why would the NYPD already have her entire criminal record from these various states? 
because those headshots were beautiful. They were, they were really good. They she was like so the most good. photogenic. Oh my and god! And she had an outfit to match every, every year. Yeah, yeah. It was great. It was great. It was I'm just really saying, good. like all the all of the folders he referenced, none of them took place in New York. I know. So there was nothing to suggest any of those cases like, were in New York. They're like, uh, well, she moved to New York, so we should probably send the folders <laughs> yeah. their way, right? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Or maybe like any time someone moves to New York, the mayor is like, <laughs> call up Shreveport, yeah. give me their records. Hey, we got a new person in town. Get the criminal <laughs> record. Hey, oh, she's in New Orleans. Orleans, give me some of them donut things. Hey, a beignet. Okay, sorry. But I just also want to underscore that in addition to all the horrible things that happened to Demi Moore's character, mm. not being believed by the police, yeah. top among them. Not yeah, top. that's bad. Yeah, it's a really uncomfortable situation to watch a woman just not be believed at a police station. Yeah. And I understand. I know where I'm taking the But seriously, like, it was for her to be belittled. Oh, gosh. To be belittled by the lady cop who at the time we felt was our greatest hope oh, to pass yes. the Bechdel Wallace And that was an amazing scene for us specifically waiting for the Bechdel Wallace <laughs> yeah. to pass. It there, is. Yeah. Oh, well, there's just, like, a moment where, like... The the cop says something to Demi Moore, and yeah. all she has to say is yes, and it passes. Right. It's something um, like, "Do you really believe?" It's like, "Do you really believe?" She asks in all her this? a question. Like, yeah. It's set up for her to answer, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she doesn't say anything. Yeah. She kind of opens her mouth a little bit. Yeah, like she's gonna say something. Sighs. We were on yeah. the edge of our seats, and then turns back to Stephen Root. Yeah. Yeah. And then the lady cop wheels away. Yeah. <laughs> so and she then, she answers by. Not by deliberately not answering yeah. the female cop, yeah. and then looking to the male cop and answering. And then afterwards, when the when the male cop walks away again, they like once again make eye contact, and we're like ready for it. And then it cuts to black and goes to a different <laughs> scene. Do you think uh, Demi Moore and whoever Wallace mm-hmm. was the? We, we were even banking on being okay that her name tag had her name. Yeah, yeah. that was like name. Um, Sir Wallace. Say it. Yeah. Um, do you think those two actors were like trying to get lines in, <laughs> and the director kept cutting and be like, "No, don't talk to each other." That'd be amazing. So they just kept like, "I want to say something." This movie is about <laughs> men and what men feel and what men think. Uh, it was. It's maybe my favorite uh, Bechdel Wallace dodge. Oh, it was amazing! Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, and eventually, though, this movie did pass. Yes. Yep. Um, between Whoopi and Demi Moore, yes. I don't remember exactly what it was. It came pretty late when we finally noticed it. It was something like, oh, what do we do now? Oh, Just yeah. wait? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was it. What do we do? Yeah. That was key. And then the next line is, where's Sam, Sam doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about the ghost physics. Okay. I was so bothered by the fact that he couldn't interact with anything but never fell through the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a ghost problem all the That's like most ghosts. Like, I get it's a crazy-ass movie if yeah. he just, like, <laughs> falls down to the center but of the But should they do that at least once? Yeah. Like, when he's in the hospital or something, he should sit down in the chair and be like, oh, no. And yeah. then, you know. But he can walk upstairs. He can stand on a subway. It's not yeah. even, like, solid earth ground, which yeah. would be maybe one level. I guess you have to just, like... I guess they sort of establish that you go through stuff by accepting that you can go through stuff. So, like, his brain is always like, I'm standing on something, so I'm going to stand on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe, like, you don't have to think about standing. Yeah. yeah. You just do it. Yeah. But, I, I mean, know. like, 
in real in the real world, yeah. in theory, he has no mass, so gravity would have no effect on him at all. Oh, sure, sure. So he would actually be floating and not. But then he falling. also has no way to propel himself forward. Right. I mean, right. <laughs> he would die, and then he would float off into space. Ooh, and then we get our ghost satellites, like we were talking about before. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Finally. Well, I suppose with no with no mass, <laughs> yeah. he would just stay exactly where he was. Because there's oh, that's true. There's no there's no force either force way force to act upon it. But don't. But then the Earth would move away from right. him. Right. So he would end uh, up in space by not moving at all. Yeah. Is it light? Has it light been found to be affected uh, in <laughs> minuscule subatomic ways? Yeah. So is he made of light? Aren't they? I guess he has to be if he can be seen. But he's only seen at the end, though. Ghost. So it's like special heaven light. When shows. they shine like the heaven black Ooh, light on yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. So he's just not in the visible light spectrum. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Okay. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then heaven turns on the black it's light. Like, it's like, oh, I can see him. Yeah. To show all the sin around the world. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that, I'll I guess. Buy it, I guess. They're not, they're not bad. That just always bugged me. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know. Yeah. I could have used more montage on learning to oh, use right. Force. Oh, <laughs> man. When he was staring at that penny and then that, or the bottle cap and yeah. then the shoe, I was just like, yes, here we go. And I thought it was yeah. going to be like 10 minutes of him just like yeah. pushing things and crazy subway guy like nodding. <laughs> yeah. They could have cut out 20 minutes from almost any other scene yeah. um, and added it to oh, montage. Yes. Yeah. I wrote down forever set up ghost. <laughs> I yeah. just felt like it's like forever, just the forever <laughs> for setting yeah. up that it was ghosts. Because like the when they first introduced Whoopi's character, like they took their sweet time. Yeah. Like just even establishing like why we were even watching this scene. Yeah. <laughs> but she has a sweet gold robe. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. she yeah. Oh, man. No, her entrance I mean her and actual was, entrance is pretty great. That was a really funny scene. Yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us enjoyed this. <laughs> I thought uh uh I thought Whoopi Goldberg was good. Like I can see why she got you know, statues. Did she, did she, wanna... she did. This yeah. is her Oscar winning performance. Which oh, made it a... In her what is EGOT. That yeah, EGOT. EGOT. Emmy, not... Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Tony. I don't know the order. EGOT. But this is the O. Oh, the order she won them? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I assume she won Grammy for Sister Act. What? Emmy? What's the music one? Music is Grammy. Yeah, she won the Grammy for her sister act for singing the songs, I assume. Oh, no. really? No, I would that's assume a joke. it was a book. Or a, oh, you and Grammys or, for books? Or, or a performance. Standing Up Comedy yeah, standing album, up comedy. maybe? What are you at Emmys for? TV. 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 The View? No. She's no. on TV. She does stuff on TV. Hollywood Squares. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. Yeah, I'll know her later. Uh, she has a storied career. career. There's yeah. a lot of things we don't maybe know. Maybe the newsletter will cover what her other letter is. Oh. Whoever's writing that. But the Tony um, tweet at us. Yeah. We're tweet not us. Look that up. Hashtag <laughs> what dad? Whoopie Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of my favorite things to see in movies or real life happen in this movie, <laughs> okay. which is people yelling at each other <laughs> from windows <laughs> in the big zoo. That was so amazing and just like a cherry on top. It wasn't necessary at no, all. Whoopi's screaming up at Demi, shouting facts about her green underwear to prove she can talk to ghosts. Yeah. And then some workman just pokes his head like, hey, what are you doing? Shut up down she's there. Like, yeah, she's like, I know you can hear me. And then the guy's like, I could hear you. And then they just start yelling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, so good. I lived in Philadelphia for a couple of years, and it took almost to the end of that tenure before I saw that happen yeah. in Philly. Yeah. Of people just, like, screaming. I think even, cherry on top, it was even 
a woman throwing clothes no. down at her boyfriend. Yes. I just, I stopped and I looked and I appreciated the amazingness that was happening. I'm sure for them, things were very hard. But for me, <laughs> it was I was loving it. City life. Yeah, city living. Oh, man. And I was thinking during that scene, if that construction worker had been a female construction worker. Yeah. And had also said, hey, my name's Tanya. And shut up. Shut up. That would have passed the Bechdel Wallace. That would have been an amazing way to pass the Bechdel Wallace. (laughs) No question. Uh, There's a cat weapon in this movie. (laughs) Oh, did I remember to ask, is there a cat? Because I kept trying to, but you were going through the list of does it have everything? And I didn't want to interrupt. Oh. Like I said, is there a cat? Because that would make it everything. This movie has everything? We haven't even got to that checklist. Oh. But did I say cat out loud? I no. don't think so. Oh. It does have a cat, though. But there it was definitely does. a cat. Definitely a cat. Who Confirmed. It has a featured cat. prominently in the beginning and then mm-hmm. kind of... Yeah. You don't see much near the end. Oh, well, Carl was coming in and out all the time, so it's probably just skittish. But Carl, the cat didn't care about Willie Lopez sneaking in there. Yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. But I guess Carl is sweating immensely. Yeah, so and animals can sense of, your, you know, your so state. so sweaty. So yeah. sweaty. And he just keeps getting sweaty. Well, he owes He's even a sweaty ghost. Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when um, when everybody else, when other people die, yeah. they're like all bloody and dirty, and then they turn into ghosts, and they're like... Fine. Fine, yeah. and clean, right. and look fresh. Right. Yeah. Freshly laundered. Yes. <laughs> Carl, still sweaty. Nice. Yeah. The Even two, as a ghost. Yep. Uh, this movie got me twice in the ghost moments. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, when people became ghosts. Oh, yeah. It's tricky. When Swayze first oh, becomes yeah. a ghost, we see him like a gunshot goes off off screen and then you see Swayze chasing Willie Lopez down. Right. The street. And it's like, I definitely thought, I don't know about you guys, like, oh, I thought he died in this scene. Yeah. And then they pan back, and he is dead, and that was the ghost chasing it. I think that's when I said out loud, oh, I get it. Oh, because it was so obvious? <laughs> no, but it took me a minute. Oh, okay. I did the same thing. When okay, he was running, good. I was like, huh. Common and ground. I was like, oh, I get yeah, it. I'm yeah. saying it was a subtle and effective filmmaking And tool. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Okay. But Jeez. then they got me the second time again when <laughs> Willie Lopez yeah, was smashed too. by a truck and then it looks like he's thrown clear mm. as we know is how you survive accidents. <laughs> yes. Thrown <clear>. Yes. <laughs> Just 20 feet in the air straight yeah. to cement. And I was like Thrown clear. clear. And then he gets up and I'm like I thought he was smashed in the scene again and then he was. Yeah, yeah. Great. Second Ooh. time. Yeah it's a shame. Yeah, tricky. It's a yeah. shame they couldn't do that with Carl. Yeah, because no, I just would want to see how they would do that. So clear how he died. <laughs> Except again, and I know Beth that you disagree and that he was killed instantly, but it looked like that glass kind of punctured his <laughs> abdomen, and he would just bleed out or like die of some sort of toxic yeah. sepsis thing over hours of agony. Although it does look like, judging from Swayze's death, mm-hmm. the ghost pops out. Before death actually happens, because they take him to the hospital and like try and save him, right? Because he's like hearing hospital things go off. Ooh, yeah. There's they? a couple moments where he's like looking around and hallucinating. And it's like, oh, Sam, don't. And then yeah. an adult oh, yeah, saying, like do popping back and yeah. forth. Yeah, that's the like you have the choice to go into the light or yeah. um, hang go out. back in your body or hang out. Yeah, yeah. or get. Taken away by creepy crawlies. Ooh, like ooh. weird noises, those shadows. Yeah, can we um, try to make the noises that they made? Okay, that was good. That was I thought for as 1990 as, as those looked, they were still very creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. mostly because of the noise and the like. The noise is like 
jarring. Yeah. And they come, the shadows convert into little ghosts that grab you and yeah. like pull you down. Yeah. They yeah. are little. They're like little kids. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Those kids. Jesus, kid ghosts. <laughs> Haunted. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this I was watching this and thinking about our last Halloween special, which, was? which this is ooh Beetlejuice. Oh. Right? Beetlejuice. Um, another movie that just had like kind of weird art happening. Mm-hmm. Like Demi Moore was like an artist; she was a potter, but then also she unveiled some weird. It was just like a column with some lines on it. Yeah, yeah I believe call it sculpture. Sculpture, sure. Yes, um, but it was. <laughs> I thought it was a weird. huge vase. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just like a like yeah like a slab with some glaze on it. No, I there was, thought it was an like opening a at the top. Out, it was hollow. It was sculpture, but it was sculpture. It wasn't like a giant vase. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was just like a weird like shape. I don't know. Right? You See? are as supportive as Patrick Swayze's character is. Hey, as Patrick Swayze says, it doesn't matter what the critics think. It only matters what <laughs> he thinks or whatever. <laughs> yeah, what I think. What I like. But he's joking about. That. Is he though? Is he? Yes. Oh, let me take an interest in your pottery by sitting behind you because you're not looking at me and paying attention to me and toppling yeah, over your true. pottery. And he's like, oh, hope it wasn't a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, well, it's not now. You know? Then like there was then, That's um, true. They do bang. They do that. wash their hands first, which is <laughs> oh, good. Thank God. Thank <laughs> God. Because that was so much clay. You guys, you might have some memory of it being like yeah, not disgusting. But it is. Yeah, it's um, there's a lot of symbolism happening in it. Yeah, yeah. As in, it's very phallic. It's very phallic. <laughs> very phallic. <laughs> Everything is very wet. And yeah, it's covered in. It's kind of, yeah, it's gross. It's mm-hmm. very wet, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of play on it. <laughs> <laughs> but then they wash it all off, they, and it's good they do because and they just like, start taking just full handfuls of each other. Full <laughs> of each other. <laughs> Thumb across your uh, lip. Well, and to just like basically like crush her buttocks in his face, and then she tries to crush his abs. Well, yeah, to, to the no, point no, where Beth goes hard. Awkward, Beth like... his back because it looked so weird what she was doing to him. <laughs> she was like pawing, just pawing his chest. But I thought it was his back, and I was like, "Why? What's happening?" Well, to your credit, though, it was and then like I was like, "Oh, weird, that's a belly button." It was like a weird Muppet. Yeah, it was like a it Muppet. Was Muppet hands. It was Muppet hands. It was Muppet hands, except for because at first they went up, and then they kind of went down. <laughs> yeah, it was like um, putting on paint in the Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. it oh, was sure. just super. Or playing the washboard. Oh, his washboard abs. Oh. He is very cut in this movie. He's pretty cut. Him and uh, Tony Goldwyn, right? Both. Which we learn when he. Literally spills, deliberately spills a cup of coffee oh. on his shirt. Oh, and then we, he's just like, like we joked about it before it happened too. Yeah, like he took his jacket off, and you were like, oh, maybe they just popped my shirt off too. And we just were like, haha, that's hilarious because that's totally what a douchey bro would do. And then he actually did it. Yeah, yeah. that scene. Ooh. He really bothered me. At yeah, that, creep, that is creep was, supreme. Creep he was supreme. Taking advantage of someone who was grieving and Oof. alone, actively mm-hmm. crying over her yes. dead lover. Yeah. And then he is like, he keeps getting closer, just grabbing her. Like yeah. he's like grabs her. both shoulders, is like almost mussing her hair. Yeah, yeah. like it's not even. He's like, like it's not like a soothing, like yeah. it'll be okay. It's like I'm gonna try to like get on you. Right yeah, now. he is like yeah. physically affecting the strap of her tank top yeah. with one of his hands, yeah. all while again not wearing a shirt for some reason. Yeah, and then Maybe. they kiss. Or he kisses her, and she's too grief-stricken and afraid and to alone. fight back. Yeah. 
which, as we know from Molly, it's her fault for putting herself in the position. <laughs> yep. She did open the door. Yep. Yeah, the door. She opened the door. But then Sways jumps through them using his rage, yep. his ghost rage, ghost rage, and knocks over a picture, and then she... Picture of himself. Yeah, snaps yeah. out of it. Yeah. it. The two of them. Right. I yes. mean, that just sounds like there's an 8x10 glossy of him. <laughs> his headshot. Yeah. I would have that in my house. I would, too. You don't, though. I don't. I, I, I'd have one on Bodie. Me, so too. Yeah, I was... Now I know what I'm getting all of us for the <laughs> Christmas episode. Just, just different Swayses. <laughs> just all Bodies. Ooh, and a gold bloom. Jeez. <gasps> Uh, if you'd like to give us the gift of <laughs> Bodie and Jeff Goldblum mm. in a frame, yeah. Uh, I guess we don't have a mailing address anymore. No, not no. really. No. All right, we can talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> so don't send us mail. I guess. Yeah. Mail. You can always send us gifts. Yeah. Gifts. Yes. Oh, yes. I thought gifts. I heard gifts. Gifts. First. Oh, gifts via Twitter. Yes. Gifts on the internet. No, it's gift. <laughs> it is gift. <laughs> We wondered if it's choosing movie... moms choose gifts. <laughs> oh wow! I can't believe I never thought of that before. <laughs> you heard it here first, movie fans. A internet themed peanut butter commercial pun. Everybody, break out your meme toolkits. <laughs> We gotta get on this. For the record, this movie, as stated, was two hours plus, which means it is past our bedtime. (laughs) I do want to talk about if this movie had it all or not. Oh, right. Because that, we were wondered. So let's go down the list. Did it have scary moments? Yes. Yes. Sure. Yes, for sure. Um, Did it have romance? Yes. Yes. What else did I Did it have action? Sure, yeah. yeah. There was some running and punching. Yeah, there's some chase scenes. Was it humorous? Yeah. Was it humorous? I yeah. I thought there were some moments where Whoopi used her comedic talent and timing, I think. Yeah. Her sisters were pretty funny, too. Yeah. Nameless. True. That is true. Uh, I did enjoy when she, I really enjoyed when she was copying it to, to Swayze, because he was like desperately trying to get her to solve all its problems. Yeah. And she was just like, you don't talk to me like that. You apologize right now. And Demi Moore just had to sit there and watch her yell at an invisible Although, man. Although, yeah. the thing she was really mad about was him taking the Lord's name in vain. Right. Not even her own personal boundaries being mm. violated. So maybe she really the is man, religious. Jesus Christ. And will end up... In what? the church. Oh. oh. Um, Back in the habit. That's been Sister Act 2. Yeah. And then did it have sadness? For sure. This yes. movie sure. I mean, is crazy sad. Yeah. <laughs> it also had ghost rage and very long scenes. Yeah. yeah. And self-conscious transitions. Yeah. So I would say it has it all. It also <laughs> had. Can we, can I use this to awkwardly segue? <laughs> yeah. If we're talking about Amor, can we segue into yep. the MVPs of the movie? Yes. Ghost? Oh, yes. for sure. All right. I have some. I have yeah. my MVP for sure is plaid jacket man yes. in the subway station. Also my MVP. There's a oh, point he's really where good. Patrick Swayze is like, this is where he first meets crazy subway ghost. Like he fo- goes into a subway train to follow, I think Willie, right? Yeah. Willie Lopez. And then again, because every scene in this movie is longer than it has to be, we stay in that shot long enough where a dude in a plaid, <laughs> like a blue plaid suit, to like walk up to the train, stand there on it. Acknowledge that the doors have closed and he has missed the train, and then sort of <laughs> just turn around, <laughs> befuddled. Oh, so good! Amazing. He for sure, was able to know that those doors were closed before like, getting in. Like <laughs> six feet for before sure. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he was like his direction was like, okay, you're gonna run up 
and you like miss, <laughs> yeah, just, just missed the train. He was totally late. But he missed his cue, <laughs> and he just ran out like maybe like oh, three seconds right. too late. And they yeah. didn't have time. Yeah, they're to like, I guess, I guess we'll keep that shot. Like, look, we, the, no one will notice. Yeah. They're gonna be paying attention to Swayze. Oh, I would love it if it was just like they were just like, well. They're going to kick us out of here in a few minutes, so I guess that's the shot. Uh, one of my MVPs was, obviously, dude yelling out the window. Yeah, of course. Um, but then, when we come back to Otome Brown's medium house, mm-hmm. um, there's like a line out the door now, because all the ghosts are, are here in them, uh, and there's a dude waiting to come in, a live dude waiting to come in, who just has... He's got like high white shorts on <laughs> and like a like a full blazer jacket and like maybe flip flops. Yeah. And just like Amazing. crushing that outfit. <laughs> and then there's a ghost inside. After Whoopi gets possessed, and then the dude jumps out and is like, Whoa, I'm so tired. Yeah. Just a quick cut of another ghost being like yeah, possession, it'll take you out of you. <laughs> just that amazing exposition yeah. moment. Yeah. Because we need that uh you know, 40 minutes later yeah. after Swayze comes out of Whoopi's body <sighs> um, and then is too tired to fight off Carl. Carl. But only for like a few minutes. Because as Molly pointed out, one dead guy is still stronger than two women. That's right. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. two women cannot defeat the one dude. The ghost who has to, can just scare people really <laughs> and move some objects around. He yeah. has, to, has to make it happen. But also, he is in no danger. Who? Sure. So he can really full-on attack this guy, where they have to be a little bit more cautious because he has a gun. Yeah. Just throwing that out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we get to how we felt about this, we like to read uh, reviews of our own podcast to see how you, the listener, feels about us, the podcast. Nerds. (laughs) And so if you write a... Five-star review on iTunes or um, whatever rating somewhere else right. and tell us about it because we don't look anywhere but iTunes. Uh, we'll read it in the impression of someone from the movie or Nick Cage or whatever you want yeah. if we can't think of a good one. Right. Um, is anybody feeling particularly inspired by this movie? I mean, they all just sort of sounded the same. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the guy in the window. Hey, who are you yelling at? Sure, sure. Guy? Yeah, window guy. Window guy. Why not? You want me to try? Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Now that you've introduced that idea. Yeah. All right. This is a five-star review on iTunes by Grificus from USA. Ooh. Local. Oh, it's going to be hard <laughs> for me to read this in a southern accent because it starts with y'all. Okay. Um, I absolutely love this podcast. <laughs> I find myself totally looking forward to the 15th each month for the treat of listening to all you debate and banter. It's always fun, and I'm particularly a fan of Molly and Dan Jay back and forth and at each other. Keep it up, and I hope you get multiple more years to keep at it. Oh, God, that sounds like a threat when I read it in that voice. <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> We'll be ashamed if something happened to the podcast. Yeah, it's a great podcast you got here. Oh, I love that band. Oh, I'd love it to go on for multiple years <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> Mustard's extra. Thank you, Grificus. It helps you. us so do something nice. on iTunes. Grificus. Grificus. <laughs> something. I don't understand how it works. It helps with the ratings. Okay. Or, I mean, I, I, clearly it helps with the ratings, but. You know, where you're it helps people find the podcast. There Bump us up on them lists yeah. or whatever. Speaking of ratings, uh, the music 
um, trivia that I thought I had. Oh, yeah. You're not going to believe this, but it was incomplete. Um, The important thing to know is that there are actually many people who recorded uh, Unchained Melody starting Mm. in 1950. 55-ish. Okay. But it uh, is the most popular version is by the Righteous Brothers, uh, which is Bobby Hatfield and Bill Medley. <clears throat> Both of them wanted to sing the solo, but they did a toin, uh, not a toin cost, a coin toss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Bobby Hatfield won. He recorded the song several times, but it wasn't until the last time when he did the falsetto, which is what made it dynamite. Anyway, I think they didn't have all the rights, but why would they? Because they didn't write the song, and lots of other people had the rights to the song. But they are, uh, do have the distinguished feature of being one of the very few bands to have a different version, like a cover of their own song, uh, on the top 100 at the same time. So it wasn't such a bad deal for them. They did okay. But that was the song in the movie. Was the it Bobby is the song in the movie. It was originally written for song. a movie called Unchained. That's why it's called Unchained Melody, which has nothing to do with the... So is the other version the other dude singing the solo? No, the other dude never got to sing the oh. solo. Oh. Yeah, he never, he didn't get to do it because he lost the coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> coin toss. Great. <laughs> so basically, this the most tragic part of that story is other guy. Yeah. 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 Like, no matter who had the rights, other guy never got his shot. He lost yeah. twice. He Oof. did. Bummer. Sorry, Bummer. other guy. Sorry. Yeah. What was his name? Now I feel uh, bad. Bill Medley. Bill. And Phil Spector took credit for producing it when oh. we know, in fact, he probably did not. Yeah, Phil Spector. Yeah, oh. Phil yeah. Spector. How's jail? Yeah, right? <laughs> right? I don't Tweet at us. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Weird at Spector. Yeah. Or oh. if it's. Spectre, go yeah. yeah. If you're out of jail, I guess tweet at us. Oh yeah, hashtag better. Google it. Hashtag Google it. Yeah. <laughs> or Channing Tatum, you're always welcome. Oh yeah, if Channing Tatum wants to tell us where Phil Spectre is, I encourage it every time. Uh, but we gave this movie spooky points. <laughs> uh, did you gave it two? I have a note about it just being out there in the pop culture landscape, yeah. and you being. Done with it because of that. Well, something. Yeah. Well, just that. Like usually, when pop culture tells me something, especially something a property like this, where like it's mostly known for like, oh my god, it's so sweet and romantic. Like usually, I find that means that I just will find it annoying and not having enough like other stuff besides like the two scenes where Unchained Melody's playing, basically. Yeah. Uh, so I assumed it'd be terrible. Uh, I wouldn't say it was terrible. Uh, I don't know. Like, I didn't... I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a product of its time. I think Swayze's great, as always. Uh, I think Jimmy Moore killed it with those demi-tears. Demi-tears. Uh, I thought Whoopi uh, used her comedic talents <laughs> and timing well. But, <laughs> on the other side of things, uh, Molly kind of ruined the beautiful ending to this movie because uh, she reminded me that Patrick Swayze is actually dead. And so that whole last part where he's like, the heaven flashlight is revealing him and he's like saying goodbye to everybody. It was sort of like, oh, it's like we're all Demi Moore and Whoopi Goldberg. And that was not a feeling I wanted. I didn't want to remember that... Can you make the sound that you make when you get sad? Oh, something like that, right? <laughs> There's a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, no. This has also occurred to me 
uh, were still 100% on Swayze movies where he kind of just disappears yeah. at the end. Oh. Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah, like there's that part at the end of this movie where the Australian police officers <laughs> that come to find out what happened to yeah. Carl <laughs> yeah. are like, we we get him from heaven. He did heaven. He did heaven. He did heaven. He did beak. That's a New Zealand officer. Anyway, uh, I don't know, three. Three spooky points. Great. Beth, uh, number four for you, spooky yep. points. Favorite movie in the past. Yep. How about today? Um, I agree with my first half me. Oh. She's unswayed. Dear um, future Beth. Dear future Beth. You will agree with me about the rating of this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I still enjoy this movie as problematic as it could be. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I find it entertaining and funny and also emotional and lovely and four four mm. great points. i gave it four spooky points as well um because i was being beal bold about it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think i probably was a little too beal bold <laughs> <laughs> but not by much i enjoyed it yeah um it did have everything <laughs> um it was good. It was, like, very 1990. Mm. Um, and so some of that stuck out, but, like, not in, like, a ridiculous way. It was interesting to see a movie doing so much. Like, I know we joke, it has, it has everything. But yeah. it is, like, a real sad drama movie with a bunch of action. And then also there's some spooky parts. Yeah. Like, it's a weird blending. I kind of wonder how they marketed this movie. Like, the poster makes you believe it's all about love. But most of the plot is about trying to stop someone from being murdered. Yeah, <laughs> and like money laundering. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, and that was interesting to see uh, such a wide range of themes. Three and a half spooky points. Sure, I'll do that. Wow. No, I was saying I'm upping mine. You're upping oh. yours? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think three and a half's about right. It's still like just, it felt a little flat, like I wasn't too excited about it the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed everybody in it, and it was good. Molly, you gave it two uh, with hopes. I think as Dan said, you're going to allow yourself the possibility mm-hmm. of a three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say she never did it. <laughs> I don't know if you ever opened yourself up to the possibility. And it was a poignant look at the passage of death. Oh, I said, yeah. yeah. Or well, Patrick Swayze's death. Yeah, because it's true. Mm-hmm. He has a beautiful speech at the end about how the love inside, you get to take it with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which was very sweet. I have to say, because I was watching it with the three of you, I had a much more enjoyable experience. Had I been watching it on my own, I really would not have made it past um, the first five to ten minutes. Well, you would have got past that intro. I would have gotten past the intro. You would have tolerated would have dusty the, garbage. I would have tolerated dusty the garbage. Worst part of the- because was it the worst though? Honestly, it was. Yeah. It was. Oh gosh. Um, well, and and I, but I think probably that very first angel scene would have just done it for me. Sure. Um, so you I, would have ridden through the wave of two cut shirtless dudes <laughs> doing manual labor. Yeah. And then, as soon as Demi Moore had a scene to herself, you're like, "I'm done. I'm done with this film." Yeah, 
I just, I, I just don't like, I, I, I think I was just never saw this at a time that would allow me to let in the magic. Mm. And now that I am of a certain age and perspective, the stuff that might've bothered me a little bit bothers me just a lot. Uh, even though, I mean, it's, uh, this may be too harsh a lens for a film of its time. I'm super excited. Whoopi Goldberg uh, received an Oscar for her performance. Um, that's really cool. Um, I don't know. It's just a lot of bros and pleats. No. And I just it's a lot of pleats. I don't know. I just I didn't. It was just no Con Air, you know. Con Air was <laughs> way more problematic facially. <laughs> yes, it was. In most ways, Wait, really. Wait, In most ways. <laughs> probably gender-wise as yeah, well. Yeah, always. for sure. In all ways, Con Air was more problematic. <laughs> Would you I... have preferred if uh, Johnny 21 had played the Willy Lopez? 23. 23 had played the Willy Lopez character? Yeah, would you have heard if Willie Lopez like described his criminal history to Carl <laughs> instead of just like yelling at him and making fun of him? Maybe what she's saying is there's no Malkovich in this movie. Yeah, That's or true. Nick Cage. Or Nick Cage. I mean, oh, Cage. if this movie had been Cage instead of Swayze, you know what, that, that would have been a miracle. <laughs> <cinema>. <laughs> it was what it was really missing was some sort of flowing hair. Yeah, oh. there wasn't any like. Even Demi Moore didn't have flowing no, hair. No, like they all had nice looking hair. Oh, P.S. I was obsessed with her hair and I cut my hair like that when I was a kid. Oh. I was wondering about her hair. She was like the lady with short hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was. Yeah. She rocked it too. Yeah, I she think She rocked that role. Like there would be some lines I'd be like, that sounds kind of throwaway. Oh, nope, nope. That works. Yeah. That works really well. She, she was great. Kind of a thankless role in this movie. Yeah. Actually, like as much as it's about like their relationship, like she was mostly just there to like respond to the ideas being presented to her yeah. for most yeah. of the film. And get saved. Yeah. yeah. And she touched had... inappropriately by her for uh, best friend. Very or little... her bro friend. Yeah. She uh, she received very little support. But those for tears. Those tears. Those tears. Yeah. She she killed it. I th- I think she killed it. Good job to me more. Lame. Didn't kill it as much as Patrick Swayze did because he killed two people. Indirectly. Uh, fine. <laughs> Fine. Anyway, I don't want to bring anybody else down. Two point five. Wow! <laughs> look at it. Look what you wow. did there. You allowed yourself you the yourself up. You said I love you at the end of the movie as you were being brought up into heaven, the heaven of ending this podcast. <laughs> you can go to bed. Your heart grew 0.5. That <laughs> half point, that half point inside you, you'll take that with you, Molly. Yeah, take you, that with you. you need to keep that forever. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Totes Recall. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Totes Recall Pod. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. It helps more people find the show. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquet, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. For more information, check out noisepicnic.com slash totesrecall. <laughs>